She's the president of the Prince Rogers Nelson Alumni Foundation. They are getting together for three days in the Twin Cities, September 7th through the 9th. And uh, she's awfully busy, but taking time to say hello and fill us in on all the great details is Jackie Thompson. Jackie, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. I know you, you are uh, so experienced with putting together projects and, and events, and you already did something with PRN alumni, but... Uh, how is this three-day thing uh, come together, and where, where did the idea start? Yeah, I mean, it, it's coming together well. Um, it started last year, actually, um, the uh, germination of a seed planted. Um, after we did our um, November celebration memorial, uh, get together uh, with, uh, you know, regarding Prince, and just getting together a reunion with a group of people that um, hadn't seen each other in a long time, and... Uh, uh, you know, it was such a, a great experience, a lot of love there. And we had raised money for uh, Michael Van Huffel and um, John Blackwell, who's just passed away, and we're really sad about that. But we were really working on, um, you know, raising money, and we raised some money during that event. And mm-hmm. that spurred us on. We were like, huh, we could really actually do this. So we took it from there. We um, decided to move forward. We talked to a bunch of different um Alumni got the group together, got the board together, um, uh, created the um, documents for the 501c3, got a, a really great um, nonprofit attorney, and uh, so we've been on that journey, uh, you know, uh, right now. And uh, this is our inaugural event uh, that we're doing. It's a three-day event. Uh, one day is private for our just a reunion, um, and. Um, and then, but the first day is our actual benefit. Um, we're going to have a um, um, a VIP experience. We're going to have um, silent auction, uh, some special guests. A lot of the PRN alumni will be there. And then we also have um, King, who's the um, our musical guest of the Grammy nominated group. Um, we thought it fitting for those guys to be involved those ladies, actually, mm-hmm. uh, to be involved with the event um, because uh, Prince was actually mentoring them and um, really wanted, uh, you know, obviously MPGs out there rocking it and um, uh, the revolution out there and all these different groups are out there, um, you know, keeping the past alive, but we wanted to also feature up and coming and, and uh, keeping that legacy going the younger artists, so we thought King would be a perfect, it's their hometown too. So we, we chose them, and so we created this whole experience for Thursday. We've got some great silent auction items. <laughs> right. Uh, do you want me to, I'll give you a little teaser. We've got oh, yeah, some. I know one of them. I can't afford it, <laughs> but but you can you can let the <laughs> listeners know. Yeah, Carlos Santana signed. All right, signed I saw a that. Yeah. For us and, yeah, donated. It was awesome. and So nice of them to do that. And then, um, uh, we've got um, a wide range of different um, Miles Davis Estate uh, sent us, um, you know, these, uh, he's a great artist mm-hmm. and uh, set a couple books with um, his artwork and the family signed it and just create a really cool one-off special pieces of art, you know, for the items for the uh, silent auction are going to be there and some special stuff. So um, those are the kind of things we'll have at the silent auction. And this is, as I said, you know, just the beginning 
we'll, we're going to, you know, create an online auction at some point with some really amazing pieces so that more global people can, you know, do the reach. Right. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. So then on Friday, uh, we're doing our own private reunion party, um, small party, similar to last year, a little bit smaller this year. Um, and um, so, but I just wanted to say that Thursday is open to the public and, the, the, you know, there are tickets for sale and different, you know, a variety, you know, general mission. And it's at the uh, machine shop in Minneapolis. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Machine, we did it last year. We loved the venue so much we wanted to come back and do it again. Mm-hmm. And then, so then we created also uh, the uh, panel, Stories from Inside the Park. Uh, so it's our, uh, basically alumni sharing uh, their experience and stories and uh, working with Prince. And so we um, chose uh, for these topics, for this particular um, panels, uh, we're doing engineering and production uh, panel. We have a fashion panel, and we have a record label and innovation panel for those. And that's Saturday, September 9th. Okay. And that's, that's going to be at the Capri Theater. I don't know if you're familiar. Yeah, Pr- you? Prince uh, did a, one of his first shows right there, right? Yes, his Years first ago. professional yeah. show. Right. Um, it's an intimate venue. We thought it fitting keeping it small and intimate and uh, just kind of where it all started. It's pretty amazing. I was in there and um, I hadn't been in and it was like kind of chills down my, you know, right. <laughs> I was like, wow, you know, 250 seater, right? You know, right. he was thinking about he's playing a 10,000 right then. Right. I mean, I can't, you know, <laughs> put myself in his shoes, but that's what, you know, you know, he's the biggest manifester if you knew him. So, you know, he was, he was playing to a crowd of, you know, you know, a hundred thousand in his mind, I'm sure. Right. So, um, but that, that's going to be really cool. Um, you know, theater and it has a lot of history to it. So we chose that and that's going to be on that Saturday. And the reason why we chose September 7th, 8th and 9th as our weekend, it's the 30th anniversary of Paisley Park. The actual doors open September 11th, Monday, September 11th of this year, 30 years ago. Okay. So we wanted to, uh, you know, um, pay homage to that and, and us all working there throughout those years and the different people. Um, it's special. Everybody has their own memories and own relationships with everybody and Prince, and and, um, and it's really cool just to have different uh, perspectives and stories on it. Our special guest here on WVOF and the Upper Room with Joe Kelly right now is Jackie Thompson, president of the Prince PRN Alumni Foundation, and you can go to prnalumni.org. And uh, she also was uh, Prince's manager and ran his record label and various other things at Paisley Park. Take take us back to your your first walking into Paisley Park. How did you wind up there? And then maybe a, a brief synopsis of, you know, getting all those important tasks and working together with Prince. Yeah, um, I uh, was called... I was doing uh, some booking in different um, uh, music venue in Minneapolis. Got called by, I was friends with a lot of his band members, and got called by one of his uh, um, uh, band members, Mike Scott, at the time. He was a guitarist. Uh, and he said there was an opening at uh, 1-800-NEW-FUNK. Okay. And uh, uh, in the merchandise line, and, you know, uh, you should go and, and interview. And um, went out there and... Um, Started working there and uh, working with Maite because she was ahead of that area and working with the um, manufacturing uh, part and the um, you know with all the T-shirts and everything that he had, which is an innovation in itself, which is going to be really interesting to talk about. I really 
think that's so innovative that you have an artist that actually created his own line, uh, phone line, <laughs> 800 line, and you could call in and buy his stuff. I mean, it's pretty innovative, right. uh, you know, and different. So that was uh, my start, and it grew from there. Um, uh, I happened to have uh, uh, a number for a blues artist that no one knew how to get a hold of, and I had it in my uh, Rolodex, and then that kind of went from there. <laughs> oh, you right. did, how did you have Sugar Blues number? And then it went from there, and I worked with Maite on uh, the MPG Dance Company. It was short-lived, but it was really great. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Do you do you remember that, the MPG Dance Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 24.5 dancers um, doing, it was a mix of hip-hop, and ballet, traditional ballet set to Prince's music. Right. And then Maite did the choreography um, along with uh, Dwight uh, Roden and uh, Desmond Richardson was the uh, principal. So that was fun. Did that. Mm-hmm. And then went on and moved to his um, his uh, tour, doing his merchandise. And then from there, it just went from, you know, being part of the management team, MPG Records. It was a small team then. Um, and um, uh, the... Uh, the type of, uh, during my period was 96 to 2000, so it was like New Power Soul, yeah. um, uh, Come to My House with Shaka Khan, GCS 2000 with Larry Graham, 1999 Remastered, Rave Onto the Joy Fantastic, um, Crystal Ball was during that period. Um, he had cut The Truth, which was that fifth tr- um, yeah, that's right, uh, yeah. CD in that group. Yeah, that was awesome during that time. And that actually, I think Sugar Blue is on that, on The Truth, that acoustic and that's um, why he was wanting him to be part oh, of that. Oh, okay. I, think. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't know that, yeah. Yep, and did um, the pay-per-view for 1999 uh, with him and um, cut his uh, uh, EPK for Rave onto the Joy Fantastic and MVG, our Aristook, and, you know, album uh, in conjunction. So that that was my, my t- time period during that, that musical time. And, and going which was up, actually yeah. really interesting. Yeah. I mean, most uh, you know, I know we've talked about it before, but um, everybody kind of blows over that a little bit. And there's some really neat songs in that 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 time of his life. He was really doing a lot of output of music. Mm-hmm. And also, if you think about it, MPG Records was solely independent, and literally, Target would call and make an order, and we would ship it to him from the. Um, uh, the uh, manufacturer plant, so it, that there was no distributor in between. So, um, so that was very interesting, and in, um, how we were, uh, you know, getting music out. So, so when when Prince was, you know, not on tour and actually in Paisley Park and everything, were there, were there any days when he would just stop recording, and just kick it, and just relax, or or was it always a little something had to be created every day with him? <laughs> it seemed like every day, right. <laughs> to be honest with you. I don't know. I think that's what he enjoyed, so I think it's downtime. Okay. Now, there might have been times where he wasn't recording, he was just playing or, you know, just jamming or right. just playing around. But, I, you know, he would play basketball and things like that and, and enjoy himself. But um, it always centered around something creative and musical, from my perspective. Um, I mean, he'd go to concerts and do different stuff, you know, like basketball and all that so but um for the most part that's what it it was a fully creative energy <laughs> there so and, and always the guy you think if he asked for something he, he kind of expected everybody to be on the team and help him get accomplished 
yeah. Yeah. Right. You didn't, you didn't re- kind of say no. Right, you might, right. You, might, you know, even if it was like something that was going to be challenging, right. uh, you know, you'd say, and I, and I like that, you know, you wouldn't say no because there's always a way to, you know, there's always a solution for something, so you kind of have to figure it out. Uh, you know, some of it might not happen, but he just didn't want you, he didn't want to hear no, mm-hmm. right? So, um, and that's been a great learning experience for me, just kind of uh, um, not say no to, you know, think about it and see how you can you can figure it out. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but, you know, just saying no just kind of cuts it all off. You know, you don't have an opportunity to really kind of figure it out. So. Yeah, Jackie Thompson is joining us and I uh, want to thank her for always coming on and she's uh, leading uh, a great three-day event in Minneapolis, uh, September 7th through the 9th. You can go to prnalumni.org and uh, King is going to be performing at the inaugural benefit, the silent auction there at the machine shop. Uh, probably get together with the members of Paisley Park alumni the following day and then uh, Saturday, September 9th at the Capri Theater. Some great panels. I'm looking at engineering, fashion, record label, and innovation. And uh, how about some, you, you, we, we talked off air a few days ago about you know, some people that are helping you for the, uh, the board. Um, why don't you let our listeners know some of the people you're, you know, you can't do it all by yourself. Who's helping you out? Oh, no, it, it's never by yourself. You know, it's a, it's a total team. So, yeah, I mean, we have um, Karen Lee. We have Dave Hampton. We have Craig Rice on our main board, Dale Ann Murphy. All, all of the group are just a great group. Harlan Austin. Um, we have uh, a great advisory um, with Sheila Ease on it, Mark Brown, uh, Paul Peterson, um, so musicians, and then we have Joe Willis and Gilbert Davidson, yeah. uh, Alan Leeds is on it uh, as well on the advisory, Susan Blonde and Lois Nigerian as far as PR, Gail Mitchell from Billboard Magazine, um, and uh, as far as the the directors, I'm missing a few. So there was Bonnie Flesland, she's the wardrobe. Um, also, Kathy Adams was with Love for One Another uh, when it was fully up and rolling. Um, it still might be, but uh, uh, she was during that period. Um, so she's on the board. and we, So we're really authentic with where he was actually, you know, giving money to, and we can really kind of uh, hone in on although those type of... Uh, um, you know, initiatives that we can help with, you know, and keep growing as we grow. So, hey, we're we're going to get into a track from a project you were definitely involved with, Crystal Ball. Uh, from yeah, Prince. yeah. One last, I, I missed two people though. Oh, okay, go ahead. They're so key and wonderful, Sam Jennings and also Steve Park. Oh yeah, so, we we yeah. know them both. Great guys. Oh yeah. yeah. So uh, let's let's play something from Crystal Ball, and you got time for another segment. Okay, so uh, this is from Crystal Ball, and um, one one of the innovative things, which when people look back in Prince's career, uh, you had your hand in this one, right? I probably did. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Crystal Ball, great, great, uh, great collaboration of uh, Prince's songs, and there's so many, and and maybe one day we'll see some of that stuff. So this is uh, Acknowledge Me, Prince. All right, that is Prince from the Crystal Ball release and Power Pack, lots of songs. And Jackie Thompson joins us. And, uh, 
you know, we've got uh, talking more and more about the PRN alumni, and you've got a lot of panelists, Jackie, which uh, you'd like to mention, right? Yeah, it would be great. I, I just uh, think that the, we tried to get a uh, well-rounded uh, panel for this this time. We're planning on taking it on the road, trust me, but this is our first one, so it'll be but it'll be fun. So um, for the engineering and uh, production panel, we have Susan Rogers. Okay. Um, we have uh, Dave Hampton, um, Scotty Baldwin, um, and uh, Hans Martin Buff, and Paul Peterson. And so, you know, Susan, obviously, 80s icon type uh, recording engineering. Um, Dave Hampton was technical director and engineer for Paisley from 2003 to the, uh, 2010. Uh, Scotty Baldwin did a lot of the front of house engineering, so I wanted to make sure, and we wanted to make sure that we had uh, the live element uh, to talk about as well. And then um, Hans Martin Buff uh, was in the 90s through 2000. So that was a good way to, you know, to be able to talk about actually what um, I just mentioned, the the, um, the different uh, releases during that time Hans was a part of. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, Paul Peterson, artist and musician and producer, So uh, from that perspective. So that's the engineering panel. It'll be really nice. They're all great people. Uh, for fashion, we've got um, Stacia Lang um, in the uh, design, wardrobe, Kim Berry hair. Uh, Cheryl Nick, makeup, Bonnie uh, Fleslin, um, she uh, was in wardrobe and uh, did a lot of her tour wardrobe, uh, which is important to take that iconic look from, you know, the photos and then to translate that on stage, too. And then Donna Gregory uh, for makeup as well. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and then we have, um, for the label panel, innovation panel, we have Sam Jennings, Obviously, because the music club and what he was doing in the 2000s, Craig Rice in the 80s, uh, really was um, one of the people that helped structure Paisley Park and get it, you know, where it, you know, it, where it was going. And and uh, in the 80s, late late 80s, Gilbert Davidson was the uh, president and you know did the deals with Warner for Paisley Park uh, Records and MPG and that, and then. Um, myself, <laughs> because I was the only one there other than Londell doing the MPG records. It was literally like Prince, myself, and Londell. So we have to cover the 90s as well. So we got the 80s, 90s, and 2000s covered, and, you know, really want to talk about um, those innovations all in through that, uh, along with how, how he was creative and um, getting his music out there and not necessarily through normal channels. Um, and so that's going to be a, a cool conversation. I mean, remember when he um, gave his uh, CD away with every seat? That that's was right. Hot? Yeah, musicology. Right. Yeah. 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 So just that creative idea of how to be innovative and different on getting your music out. Uh, I, that's what we'll talk about. You can go to prnalumni.org, and uh, it's really exciting. I'm sure you, your intention is to do it. Uh, once a year up in Minneapolis, or is that the hope? Oh yeah, but yeah. I, we're gonna we're gonna take it some other places too because okay. we're gonna bring it bring it to people. We want to go to Europe and do these panels in Europe, mm-hmm. and next year and um, obviously grow grow our benefit and and um, uh, events as we grow. So we're taking baby steps and growing from there. So 
Now, now I know uh, you had mentioned Studio A is near and dear to your heart up at Paisley Park. Mm-hmm. And is that um, did Prince let others like yourself in the studio a lot when he was recording? Or was it you saw the red sign outside the door? Did he have that? He didn't have that. <laughs> he would call you in when he wanted you in the studio oh. A. And oh, okay. if, he, if, if he didn't call you in, you weren't going to go in there if that light was up because uh-huh. he was recording. So, but, yeah, I mean, it was a place where he would, you know, I mean, he'd call me in there a lot, you know, to, you know, I would be working in my office and he'd say, can you come into Studio A? And I'd go in and we'd discuss stuff and in between his uh, recordings. And so I always looked at that as the heart, in my perspective, of Paisley. Everybody has their different, but from my perspective and my interaction with him, that was the heart of Paisley. That was Studio A for me. So, in the kitchen. And the kitchen. And the kitchen, yeah. <laughs> what was so special yeah. about the kitchen? <laughs> hey, that was where you got to relax and chill. There was, you know, there was a TV in there, and he'd, he'd call you in and, he'd, you know, talk to him there and everything, too. So it was, uh, for me, anyway. Right. How, how, how do you feel personally about, you know, all the music that was left behind and hasn't seen the light of day? Do, do you hope it sees the light of day, or, uh, you know, what, what's your feeling um, about I have my mixed feelings on that. It's like, what I don't, you know, obviously there's amazing music that everybody wants to hear, so obviously that's probably going to happen. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there, you know, there was a vault there that maybe just keeps some stuff in. in. Right. right. <laughs> it wasn't supposed to be heard, you know. He might have, you know, been working on it and needed to, it was just an idea or a, a thought that was going to germinate into being a song, you know, right. but wasn't one at the time. And so I'm sure there was some, there's some of that in there too, but you know, it, it is, you know, you know, it, it is what it is now. And, you know, I think fans should check out what he was doing. So. Right. And I'm sure they're going to. <laughs> oh yeah. And, and we probably yeah. won't be alive to hear all of it. Right. Yeah. There's well, a lot in there. I've, 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 I had the, uh, honor to be and pleasure to be inside that vault so i've seen it firsthand okay and didn't hear it all but there's another there was another um wasn't really um a vault but to me i thought was just special which was his video because you know um i was working with him on some videos and visuals and cutting concerts and so um i got to go in there and that to me was pretty amazing all his um live shows. I mean, he shot every live show. So, uh, more for not necessarily all, you know, to be a concert footage, you know, to be shown. It was more for his learning and and seeing what he could get better at, you know what I mean? Right, so, he'd shoot right. every night and check it out and, you know, um, and see where he could get better and what he wanted to do and if he let the lighting was right or the cue was on or the band was, you know, that type of thing. Um, because he was a perfectionist, and so everything got shot. So there's a there's a whole lot of footage of that there, yeah. and that that to me is pretty amazing. Oh, yeah. I'd love that. that would be amazing. To yeah, see I'm, all I'm that. with you. So, that that that's the stuff yeah, I want to see. That to yeah. me is that's the for me will will get me excited. Mm-hmm. I, it's been amazing, but I've had the privilege to see both vaults. So right, and, and, I think you're the first first person that has. You, you've you've seen it more than a lot of people. John Blackwell told me he he saw it from outside the door, but he was scared to go in because he didn't want to get in trouble. So, 
<laughs> so, that's what he said. He said, I, I saw Shilly's drum set from Sign of the Times, but I didn't want to step in. Yeah. But you, you've been there. You, you've uh, definitely checked it out. We can confirm what's in there t- to some extent from you. Yeah. <laughs> there's stuff in there. Yeah. <laughs> I can't confirm what, but right. there's stuff in there. Yeah, exactly. There's stuff with something in there. So that's, that's cool. Yeah, Jackie Thompson has been our special guest, and uh, we always thank you, Jackie, for coming by. And uh, oh, I appreciate yeah. it. Definitely. And we're going to have uh, yourself and Taja Seville, uh, the, the past hour, uploaded on UpperRoomWithJoeKelly.com this week. And, uh, folks, if you can make it out to the Twin Cities for the Prince Rogers Nelson Alumni Foundation, the PRN Alumni, the three-day event, silent auction, uh, have lunch with Taja Seville, and hear an outstanding uh, group panelist at the Capri Theater. It's going to be a, a great, great way to spend time and for an outstanding cause. So, And, um, you know, uh, Michael Van Huffel, um, how's he doing? He's doing so funny. I just, uh, we just text back and forth. He's hanging in there. Okay. Um, but, you know, it's a, you know, with a uh, chronic, you know, illness, it's never ending. It's like, you know, it's, um, um about that um, never-ending. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping, you know, they can figure out something with him soon, you know, to help that. But, yeah. but he's going through, you know, I don't want to get into this, but, right. um, but he's, he's hanging in there. So. Yeah, yeah, good guy. Yeah. yeah, he is. I mean, he always is in need of, of, uh, of help. So, you know, I'm, we're always pushing the GoFundMe, GoFundMe and all that stuff because it's just continual, you know, you know how medical bills run up. Right. So it's uh, important. So that's why, you know, we're doing all this, you know, to help. Um, You know, I don't know if you have a minute, but we didn't talk about the initiative. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So our our main initiative is for kids in arts, you know, music and arts program. And that's that's, we want to keep that going, keep uh, the musical legacy of Prince alive with these young kids, you know, and keep that. Um, And then we also, um, during our, investigations found he was giving to um, urban farming, hence, you know, Taja. Mm-hmm. Um, and we want to keep that going. So that's one of our missions. There's a lot, you know, he's done a lot. Solar panels, uh, you know, given to musicians in need, all kinds of stuff. So we had to narrow down our focus, so we chose those two as our main mission and then also to help our alumni in need um, when we can. So yeah. this is what it's all about. Outstanding and, and keeping the uh, legacy and good deeds that Prince Absolutely. did while he was here. And uh, yep. ja- Jackie, Jackie Thompson, thanks so much. Thank uh, you, John. Appreciate it. We got we got some music, and this is uh, from one of your first projects, working together with Prince uh, from 1-800-NEW-FUNK, Prince Love Sign with Nota Gay and the MPG. Thanks, Jackie. Thank you.